Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Hey y'all, it's Dr. Shonda, the culture psychologist, and you're tuned in to the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast slash show now. Um, if you haven't heard the news, I am now on Fox Soul, so you guys can watch me there on Thursdays. Uh, this week, I'll be airing at six o'clock, but we have a new time that's going to be locked in pretty soon. So um, again, this week, six o'clock. But I want to get into today's discussion. It is going to be very, very helpful if you're someone who's ever questioned, like, am I depressed? Do I have depression or some sort of major depressive disorder? I don't know if I actually do or if I don't. I'm going to run down symptoms of depression based on an acronym that we use in the mental health space or the mental health community called SIGI CAPS. So with SIGI CAPS, you'll be able to assess whether or not You've experienced some of these symptoms and you'll be able to get the help that you need if you do. So go ahead, like the intro as it plays in the beginning, and I'll be back shortly. I am paging Dr. Sean. The doctor. And I'm a licensed clinical psychologist. Yeah. Welcome to the Paving Doctor Sean, the podcast, all things related to the black culture. Period. Listen, every time I hear that intro, I am just like, it's always like the first time I'm hearing it because it's just so dope to me. Um, let me know how y'all feel about my new intro because uh, the girl uh, Taylor, Taylor made it. She she went in with that one. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to get into today's topic, y'all. It has been a busy two weeks. It's been a busy two weeks. Your girl has been on the go. Uh, I literally just been posting on the podcast, posting on YouTube and going about my business because I've had a lot of it. Uh, so I haven't really been on social media like that. Hopefully I'll get back soon, probably this week, back to posting that consistent content because I love sharing with you guys and sharing some of the things that I have going on. But the way last year wrapped up, the way this year is beginning, a lot going on. Um, I'm praying that you guys are continuing to experience a blessed year. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's just been a lot. It's been a whole lot. Pray my strength in the Lord, as the saints say. Uh, we're going to hop right into today's topic. Oh, also, this weekend, I will be in uh, New Haven, Connecticut. So if you guys are in New Haven and you are um, in that vicinity and you want to come to a talk on mental health, I will be speaking at the Black Solidarity Conference. So I'm excited about that. I booked my ticket. I got, uh, you know, everything together my plane tickets booked my um lodging is booked everything is booked for this event and i'm so excited to be there um so yeah so if y'all are in the new haven area i can't wait to connect with you if you are a photographer in the new haven area i need to connect with you too so let me know we'll send you 
your cousins, your, your niece, nephew, whoever, who might be a photographer in that area. So we can get into uh, some sort of like business partnership or whatever. But without further ado, uh, today's not going to be super long. I just wanted to run down a very common question that I receive, especially in DM. Am I depressed? Dr. Shonda, am I depressed? Do I have depressive symptoms? Uh, what are the symptoms of depression? And if you were to Google this, what are the symptoms of depression? You'll find so many different responses because it can be different for a lot of people. However, today we're going to focus on the DSM's definition. My bad, y'all. Today, we're going to focus on the DSM's definition. And the DSM is the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Disorders, which basically is like a child. My bad, y'all. Which is basically like a cookbook for um, base, uh, mental health disorders. So if someone says, oh, I have anxiety, we utilize like a, a, a strategic system that shows us what symptoms a person is experiencing that says, okay, you have five of nine of these this uh these categories of symptoms therefore yes you do have anxiety uh, so there is a threshold that you have to meet so for depression you have to have five of nine of the symptoms that i'm going to talk about so five of nine of the symptoms in order for someone to meet the criteria for depression but again if you guys feel as though these are symptoms that you've experienced i encourage you to talk to a professional so that they can kind of like thoroughly assess what you're experiencing to provide a um, official diagnosis for you because the purpose of this content is not to uh, provide any sort of diagnosis. I don't want anybody to walk away saying Dr. Reynolds diagnosed me with depression because I watched her video on YouTube. Nah, beloved, <laughs> we are not in a professional relationship. This is just meant to be educational. So um, again, write it down if you have questions about it and talk to your therapist or talk to your uh, primary care physician. And they'll be able to give you information regarding a therapist. So basically... The symptoms that individuals experience regarding depression can be categorized into different areas. And we have nine listed, nine listed in the DSM. If someone meets five of the nine, then that's when we start to talk about diagnoses, right? So with the nine symptoms that individuals experience, uh, especially like when we were in grad school, we were trying to memorize the different symptoms for diagnoses because y'all, we got to memorize like all the symptoms for diagnoses that we encounter. Uh, it was grad school was hard. I'm sorry. I'm just having a, a flashback or whatever. But anyway, um, when we're learning this, we utilize an acronym called SIGI CAPS, SIGI CAPS. So that's S-I-G-E-C-A-P-S. If you're writing it down, it's S-I-G-E-C-A-P-S. The first symptom for this acronym SIGI CAPS is for S, which is sleep disturbance. So what does that mean, Dr. Shonda? Basically, that means that when an individual is experiencing some sort of uh, depressive state, their sleep can be disturbed, meaning they can experience what we call hypermania or um, not hypermania, uh, hypersomnia or hyposomnia. Hyper means that it's an excessive amount, so I'm getting more sleep than I typically would, or hypo, meaning I'm getting less sleep than I typically would. So when you're assessing yourself, it's important to know what your normal range is. If I know that I typically get around eight or nine hours of sleep a night, but the past two weeks I've been getting 10 to 12 hours a night, then I know that that's probably outside of my norm. Therefore, I need to assess to see if, like what's going on, is my mood being impacted or, or whatever. So the first letter is S, and that stands for sleep disturbance. And the second letter is I. The second letter is I, which stands for interest. 
So if an individual is experiencing depressive symptoms and they are experiencing a diminished interest in things that they want. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. We're interested in that is another sign of depression. I have people come to me all the time saying, you know, I, I used to like playing basketball. I don't like it anymore. I used to enjoy crocheting. I don't enjoy that anymore. I used to like making videos on TikTok. I don't like that anymore. And we don't realize that when we experience like a sudden change and not liking the desired activities that we once enjoyed, that can be a symptom of depression. So it's really important to be mindful of how these different things can manifest. All right. So the next one we have for Siggy Caps is guilt or feeling worthless. So if an individual is feeling guilty, if they're feeling worthless, they're feeling as though, why am I here? What meaning does my life have? Right. I'm feeling guilty about something that happened in the past or something that currently is happening right now. These are, again, symptoms of feeling uh, depressed. These are symptoms associated with depression. The next one is E. So E stands for energy. If you're feeling like you have a loss of energy, oftentimes we might feel as though, you know, I, I have less energy now, but it's because I'm getting older or it's because, you know, the the sun is not shining as often it is because it's the winter time, which can have something to do with it as well. I should do another episode on sad um, seasonal affective disorder because that's very common as well. Let me know in the comments if you guys want to learn more about sad, especially as it relates to the black population and how it impacts us because it does impact us differently. So let me know what y'all think. Um, but overall, when an individual experiences a decreased amount of energy, I'm not as uh, vibrant as I used to be. I'm not as energetic as I used to be. That is another symptom, another sign of depression, right? That can present in various ways. You can feel less energetic when it comes to uh, being around people, being around friends, being around family. If you know, if your kids notice like, you know, mom or dad, you don't go outside to play with us as much. You're not, you're always in bed every time we come home from school. That can be a sign or a symptom that your uh, energy is becoming low, right? My bad, y'all. I keep checking my phone because my DoorDash is supposed to be on the way soon. <laughs> Apologies. Uh, but yeah, so that is E. Okay, so the next letter in Siggy Caps. So we went through S, we went through I, we went through G, we went through E. The next letter is C. Somebody say C. Concentration difficulties or indecisiveness. Concentration difficulties or indecisiveness. So this is one of those symptoms that can have a uh, like an overlapping type of symptom. So if an individual is experiencing what we call an overlapping symptom, it can present in this category, or it could also be a symptom of ADHD, or it could be a symptom of anxiety. That's why we say when you're receiving information like this, it's important to like, you know, listen to it if it applies, but also take it to your primary care physician or your therapist so that they can help you to kind of like parse out what this is, how it's being manifested, and if it meets the criteria for a diagnosis, whether it's depression, anxiety, ADHD, or something else that has to do with uh, something else that has to do with concentration. But yes, depression can indeed impact your overall concentration levels. Why? Because if an individual is 
experiencing sadness of some sort, if they're experiencing a lower mood, if they're not able to, uh, you know, just go about life in the way that they once did, oftentimes when you when it comes to those uh, activities that require higher cognitive order or it requires more uh, complex cognitive activities, I'm not going to be able to exert as much energy as I typically would. So if someone is feeling depressed, it makes sense why they're not able to complete schoolwork in the way that they once did. If someone is feeling depressed, it makes sense why they wouldn't be able to meet uh, th their job performance in the way that they once did. Because again, when someone is depressed, it causes uh, difficulty in their ability to exert cognitive energy and to, uh, to, to engage in activities that require a high level of concentration, whether that is at work, whether that is, that is at home, whether it's with your family or friends or what have you. Um, I remember when when I was uh, experiencing some things that happened last year, like it was very difficult for me to concentrate. I had to like really, really pay attention to things that I really need to pay attention to. But I just remember like being in conversations with people, I would just be zoned out. Right. So it's it's really difficult. And when an individual is in a depressed state, it can impact your concentration level. So it's important to be mindful of how that can show up in your life. All right. So the next letter we have in our acronym is A. So that is for appetite. So abnormalities in your appetite or weight change. So oftentimes I know I'm not the only one. If I'm going through, I crave sweets. I crave salty stuff. I crave potato chips, like everything unhealthy. And anybody who knows me, you know, like I'm a healthy eater, like, you know, no meat, like no alcohol. Like I don't, like I try not to engage in anything that uh, basically just like contaminates my temple. Cause I like to eat clean basically. Right. Uh, but at the same time, when someone is going through and they're, uh, feeling depressed, they're feeling, say, uh, their emotional, experiencing some sort of like emotional difficulty, it does change our eating pattern. It does change uh, for, for various reasons, right? So so it, you could be experiencing just lower appetite. Like I, I don't feel like eating because I'm so sad or experiencing the current emotion that I'm experiencing. But also sometimes we have quote unquote emotional eating, right? So sometimes like if I am uh, so sad to the point where I want to disassociate or I want to uh, you know, what we call eat my feelings, right? That can cause an increase in weight or an increase in, in appetite or what have you. So it's important to be mindful of our eating habits also when we are experiencing a, a depressed state. Lastly, I'm sorry, not lastly, but no, second to last, second to last, we have psychomotor, re psychomotor retardation or agitation, psychomotor retardation or agitation. So that's just a big fancy word to talk about. Uh, okay. So when we say psychomotor, we're talking about our ability to, um, to move, right? So like to move, to um, engage in conversation, uh, our, our, the connection between the psyche and our movement, right? So our ability to remain engaged with other people and engage with the world around us. If an individual is extreme, they're uh, experiencing what we call psychomotor retardation, that means their movement is more slowed. Their uh, verbal responses are, are more slow, right? So you can talk to someone and their responses are just like really low, uh, lethargic, um, just really slow in their movement or what have you, right? So that 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 is more of that psychomotor re retardation. 
um, because it's going backward, it's, it's slower than it typically is. Or we can have psychomotor agitation. So this is an individual who uh, they're, they're on edge, right? So like just uh, really um, expansive in speech or like even their, their hand movements can be more uh, at feeling, looking agitated, right? So like moving more often than they typically would. So that is another uh, expe uh, example of psychomotor agitation. So feeling like you're moving more often. Um, and lastly, S is for suicide or death, right? So, so experiencing acts of suicide or thoughts of suicide, even passive suicide, right? So I wish I could go to sleep and not wake up. I wish that I wasn't here. Life would be better off without me. My family would be better off without me. Those are those passive ways of expressing suicide uh, that, that we discuss as well. So all of these things are symptoms of depression. And when an individual has five of the nine things, the, the Siggy caps that we just reviewed, that is a sign that there could be some sort of uh, clinical diagnos diagnosis of depression that is happening. So I hope this video was helpful. Again, this was very short, sweet, straight to the point, um, but I wanted to make sure I made this to answer a lot of your questions. If you guys have more questions, feel free to leave them in the comment section. I'm going to be pushing out more content as well, so I can't wait to do that. Also, make sure that you guys catch your girl on Fox Soul. Make sure you uh, watch me on, you can watch it on YouTube, you can watch it on their, their uh, actual app or on the streaming channel, which uh, I have like a the Roku TV where you can download like different channels or whatever. So you can download the Fox Soul channel. It is on there as well. So it's a variety of ways you can watch your girl on Thursday at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, I'll be giving you guys an updated time once we get my time solidified next week after we um, some other shows are, are uh, we're just waiting for them to wrap up. But yeah, girl, I'm here here to stay. And I hope that this video was helpful for y'all to watch. See y'all. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.